this groundbreaking indie comedy made waves for being shot in 11 days for only $15,000. It's the story of Doug, a dorky young virgin who is about to get married to his beautiful bride, Callista, when she becomes possessed and begins eating his friends and family. Now Doug and his best friend Steve, his robot, and a luchador must team up with a seriously deranged groundskeeper named Clyde to stop Callista and her demon-possessed bridesmaids before they kill everyone in sight. From Morgan D. Mead, award-winning director of My Name is Jerry. My name's Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Here are you B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So as we continue through May and the month, which happens to be Luchadore month here for us, we are going to talk about the 2010 movie My Bloody Wedding. You heard what the back of the box had to say. Let's dive right into this shit. And give it our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three, what Paul and I thought. Let's start with the bottom here. Paul, what were your bottom three for this movie? For number three, at the beginning and end of this movie, there's this fat rapping guy. And it was really fucking annoying. That was by far the worst part of the movie. He's this guy rapping about what happens in the movie. And I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. Like, get on with the movie. There was no point to it. It wasn't even funny. It was just annoying. For number two, the commercial skits in this movie, they randomly cut to, I guess, some talk, trying to advertise for a product or something. And I get it was supposed to be a non-secador kind of joke, but it just came off as forced, and I really didn't enjoy those. It just reminded me of the terrible fucking Saturday Night Live skits that were advertising products that, like, were really inappropriate. Yeah, I was just like, okay, cool, I guess. I see what they're doing, but it was too obvious of a joke. And for number one, the random nature of this movie was hit or miss. When it was funny, it was hilarious, but when it wasn't, it was just kind of stupid and annoying, like going back to the whole commercial thing. But there were other times, too, where they would just have random things happen, and I just, when it was bad, it was bad. That's about all I got for that. So for me, number three, the big action sequence in the movie at the very end actually takes place in the background, where most of the main characters are kind of having some dialogue between each other that's supposed to be funny, but is really kind of stupid. And, you know, Clyde and the robot are in the background fighting all the zombies. And I'm like, that's what I want to see. I don't care about what these guys have to say or that that guy's being a fucking pussy or the bride's, you know, big day was ruined. I don't care. I want to see some zombie fighting. Number two, the commercial and infomercial parts. I don't know what they were trying to sell. I really didn't care. It shifted from being funny and well-paced to just being very slow, drawn out, and robot-like. But not with the actual robot in the movie. And number one for me, the worst part, who the fuck makes a sex tape of themselves and gives it to their child as educational material? The parents of the main character, Doug, actually make a sex tape of themselves to show Doug so that he knows how to please his wife on their wedding night. Who, who does that shit? Wait, normal parents didn't do that? That is fucking disturbing. Literally fucking and disturbing. So you never got one of those when you were 16? No. Oh. No, Paul. I think I have a few phone calls to make. Then again, my my uh, parents lived about 3,000 miles away from each other when I was 16. I think I need to see a therapist. Yeah, I, I think it's time to call Dr. Paul. 
So let's get to the uh, top three then so I can get rid of some more childhood traumas. Try to block out a few things with some good things. For number three, I liked how the characters are so nonchalant about their friends and family being murdered. Like everyone at the almost everyone at the wedding gets just gets slaughtered and they're like, well, you know, this is real. This is really turning out to be a bad wedding, you know, and they're fine after that. And like one point Doug's mom gets killed and he's like, well, you know. This is a rough start to the wet to the marriage, but I, I think we could pull through. It was it was pretty great. For number two, most of the jokes were funny and the dialogue was well done. I wasn't bothered at all by the amateurist amateurs acting. If anything, it kind of made the experience of this movie better. Overall, it was well written, and I really I really enjoyed that. For number one, there's a fucking robot in this movie for absolutely no reason. It was hilarious. Like they sometimes mention the robot, but they never explain it. It's just kind of there, and it's just fucking fantastic. The robot was the best part of this. So for me, number three, the movie did have some pretty funny dialogue. I think, again, it was well written, and the people that acted in it did justice to what was written and how it was supposed to be made. Number two, unlike you, I... Loved the intro and outro fat guy rapping thing. Oh, so annoying. I thought it was so long. I thought it was hilarious. Um, it kind of reminded me of another movie that I really enjoy. Um, uh, fucking what's that shit called with the, with the naked people? Uh, uh, nudist Colony of the Dead. No, it's not a porn, Paul. Um, speaking of porn, did you see that there's now a Ninja Turtles porn? Haven't there been, like, a million Ninja Turtles No, like, porn? this is, like, a professional-grade Ninja Turtles porn. Uh, I've been waiting uh, for I'll, so I'll have to tell it to you about it later. Uh, maybe we'll do a review of that, or maybe we'll just cut this out of this review entirely. Finally. Um, I was somewhere here. Um, fuck, Ninja Turtle porn throws everything up. <laughs> um, number one, the best part of this movie was, like you said, the robot. And not only was his character just so random, he was very instrumental in the fact that it was him and Clyde that fought off the zombie menace and saved everybody's lives. Everybody meaning, like, four people. But whoever played the robot did a fantastic job because the robot just has a stale expression. It's not, like, beeping or blooping. It doesn't make any sounds. And he gives off so much expression just by moving his arms or bending his bending at the waist. It's actually kind of phenomenal how well they pulled off the robot in making him more humanistic than just about every other character in the movie. That robot clearly went to, like, Cambridge or something and got a degree in acting. He's a very professional robot. Give R2-D2 a run for his money. And uh, that's that's it for uh, for that shit. Since we liked some of the dialogue in this, why don't we have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war? I'm going to get us started here with a little quote from this movie. There's something you should consider before fornication. What if she's hiding something from you? What if she's got the STDs? Some girls I hear even have tiny undeveloped penises. Yeah, Google it. I just have some doubts about her fidelity and whether she'd make a good mother. And oh yeah, she eats people. I have a robot, but I'm still playing Duck Hunt. What in the devil's red toilet are you talking about? You learn a lot of things here at the park. Battling eternal demons is just part of the job. 
And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you've seen My Bloody Wedding and have a favorite quote and would like to share it with us, you can do so here on SoundCloud. Tweet us at bmoviebros. It's all one word. Tweet Paul directly at bmoviepaul. Or find us on Facebook at b-movie space b-r-o-s. That's bmoviebros. Tell us your favorite quote, what you thought about the movie. Because you know what? We're going to give our final take and tell you what we really thought about this movie. We're going to give it a score on our shot scale. Remember, our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten. One being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave it a three out of ten. How about you, Paul? I also gave it a three out of ten. Well, I have to say, My Bloody Wedding has everything one could want in a low-budget horror comedy. There are quirky characters, funny dialogue, and beautiful amounts of gore. Clyde by far steals the show, in my opinion, with his bizarre behaviors and ideas. However, the movie isn't without its drawbacks. The action is downplayed to the comic dialogue, and at times the movie is interrupted by stupid in-script commercial and infomercial kind of stuff. The amount of awkward sexual jokes really is far too great. There's way too many of them. It happens every 30 seconds. Too much for me. All in all, this is a highly entertaining movie, and it is the best wedding movie I've seen in a long time. And to top it all off, you have Robot, the best no-dialogue character ever. Most definitely. My Bloody Wedding is a random style comedy where you never really know what's going to happen. Fortunately, the jokes tend to hit more than they miss, making for an overall fun experience. The characters are more plot devices to have jokes and have move the ridiculous plot along, but I wasn't bothered by that because the movie, a movie like My Bloody Wedding, having complex characters would have conflicted too much with the randomness. While this movie may not be amazing, it's by no means ba- bad, and it's a good way to spend an hour and a half. Plus, there's a fucking robot and a luchador in it. What more could you ask for? Oh yeah, and on that point, the luchador in this movie was a fucking pussy. He shows up out of nowhere, then he ends up being at the wedding, too, and then anytime they get in a fight, he cowers in a corner and cries. What kind of luchador is that? He's not John West, that's for sure. So, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to try and give every B-movie we review an A-movie companion and tell you why this B-movie is just the same as an A-movie, a movie of a higher class and a higher standard, and what makes them the same movie. For me, I picked the 2001 comedy Saving Silverman. I picked Kill Bill Volume 1 from 2002. Well, I picked Saving Silverman because they are both comedies. Both movies revolve around a man getting married to a woman. And in both movies, the best friend or friends of the groom-to-be are trying to convince him not to marry this woman for one reason or another. Whether because she's a complete and total bitch, or, you know, she's a demon bent on eating all of humanity. And, of course, both movies were made in years where the four digits involved are a 2, a 1, a 0, and a 0. Saving Silverman, 2001. My Bloody Wedding, 2010. Really grasping at straws there, huh, Corey? I wish I had a straw for my drink. All right, so both My Bloody Wedding and Kill Bill Volume 1 are are pretty much the same movie because both movies involve a massacre at a wedding. Both movies have a bride killing people. Both movies have unconventional characters. Kill Bill had had assassins and ninjas, while My Bloody Wedding had a robot and a luchador. Both movies had a huge fight scene at the end. My Bloody Wedding had 
Kalista and Doug fighting a bunch of zombified versions of their wedding guests. And Kill Bill Volume 1 had the bride fighting a bunch of henchmen before killing the assassin who she then took the sword from. And that is why Kill Bill is an A-movie version of My Bloody Wedding. As is Saving Silverman. Now comes to my favorite part where we get to tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. Where I'm going to give you some drinking games to help you get through this movie. And so will Paul. For me, number one. Anytime Doug encounters an awkward sexual situation, take a drink. Number two, whenever the characters advertise a product, drink. Number three, anytime the luchador acts like a little bitch, take a drink. Number four, whenever Clyde acts weird as hell, take a drink. And then number five, of course, because it's Luchadore month, every time you hear the Luchadore's name be said or used, take a drink. Every time someone makes a comment about Doug being a virgin, take a drink. Every time the robot is mentioned, take a drink. Every time Doug thinks Kalista is cheating on him, take a drink. And every time a murder is casually shrugged off, take a drink. Well, those are your ways to drink away this flick. Now it's time to rank the movies we've seen so far this month. We've seen three of them. And so far, I say number three, in my opinion, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. It uh, didn't really live up to its name. Number two, My Bloody Wedding. It was a fun free-for-all. Number one, Plaga Zombie, Mutant Zone. Because John West, La Seigneur. I had pretty much, I had exactly the same ranking, actually. For number three, I had Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. How do you fuck up a premise like that? Well, I learned how. Number two, My Bloody Wedding. It was it was entertaining, it had a lot of good points, and it was well made. Not a perfect movie, but I enjoyed it. For number one, Plaga Zombies, Zona Mutante. It was a fun, independent movie made just for just for fun by a few friends and Really, that's all I all I needed in a movie. If you'd like to say anything to us, you can leave a comment here on SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook at B-Movie Space B-R-O-S. That's B-Movie Bros. Or tweet us at B-Movie Bros. That's all one word. Or Paul directly at B-Movie Paul. All one word. For anything in the Pittsburgh area, you can uh, check out our friends over at theriversedgepgh.com. If you want to join us next week, we'll be concluding Luchadore Month with... Rob Zombie's animated feature film, The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Yes, you heard that right. Rob Zombie made an animated film. This ought to be interesting. And I believe this is our first animated film that we'll be reviewing as well. Indeed. There aren't many B-movie animated films, at least that I've seen. I'm sure they're out there. Well, until next time, friends. Be brave. Be alive. Be back next week.